podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bobby Franco Varga, and you're now listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, the biggest podcast ever. <laughs> You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time, your host, Stu Palmer! Well, well, we are live and we are going all the way to Newcastle up in the north of England today. And my guest is... Pro boxer with a record of five and one. Friend of the show, friend of mine. It is Mr. Steve Robinson on the show today. Ahead of his bout with Nick Campbell, the Glaswegian, who has knocked out all five of his opponents, Steve. And you're both six foot seven as well. So how's camp gone? How have you been preparing? I know you've been busy, mate. Camp, camp couldn't have went any better. Um, sparring's been perfect. We've getting we're getting two six foot six foot seven six foot eight nineteen stone guys in. Um, they've been coming in for the last five weeks since we heard that the Nick Campbell fight was going ahead. Um, so we started off doing six rounds for two weeks, up to the eight, and then up to the ten for the final week. So all's good. Uh, Feeling, feeling fit, feeling well. Um, the redemption, the redemption's on. Come, come December seventeenth. Can you go for the knockout with him? Are you going to knock out the knockout artist? Listen, I, for I never go into a fight thinking that I'm going to knock someone out. I never go into a fight with a mindset of I'm going to knock you out. I go in with a mindset of making sure that my hand gets lifted at the end of the fight, whether that be by knockout, whether that be by points. And you know, we've seen Campbell's durable. We've seen he can take a shot. We've seen that he can give a shot. So, you know, the the the, the training, the style of my style, everything's had to had to adapt and change because this whole hands down and it's it's funny because both me and Nick only got into boxing off the back of another sport, off the back of becoming injured. So the stories are quite similar. And to, to be fair, we seem quite similar when it comes to, you know, to just being ourselves. And we get people saying, oh, call this guy, I'll call it. And I think we're both very similar. We're both grounded and we both just want, want the fight to go ahead. And I'm sure he thinks he win and I think I'll win. And, you know, we'll, we'll see on the 17th who the better fighter is. Are you looking forward to going down to Bournemouth as well? You know, I know no. That... no, I'm not looking forward to the. There's, there's, nah, it's, it's, it's eight hours from me. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare. There's no trains, so it's, it's, it's going to be a long drive. But no, yeah. I'm looking forward to the fight. I am, I am looking forward to it. And you know, on boxer again, I know uh, you're on Channel Five for your previous fight, weren't you, with Vassamin? So yeah, back, back with Ben Shalom and the team at Boxer. And uh, yeah, the, the cards the cards have been brilliant, haven't they, this year for boxer? But the, yeah, and the, obviously we've we've still got, you know, they've just confirmed Smith and Eubank, and I'm sure there's going to be I'm sure there's going to be some some. Big... That's fell down a bit. 
It's all right, mate. You're okay. We're back. Do you think going going extending off that? Who, who do you have if you were predicting? You know, you're you're a fighter. Who, who wins that fight? If you you know if you had to be if you had to push yourself to say because obviously Liam Smith it's his natural weight, isn't it? More so. But obviously we've seen we've seen Smith can can bang. Eubank is very 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 slick, very classy. Um, so I think it'll be I think it'll be it'll be very similar to what 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 I would have seen with Conor Ben and and Smith. Uh, sorry, Conor Ben Eubank. I think Conor Ben would have tried to put it on him. I think you know Eubank would have would have boxed his lips off for for sort of the first few rounds and tired himself out and probably being stopped and. I can see the same happening with with Smith Eubank. I can see Smith looking to knock him out and 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 trying to hurt him, trying to get him out. Then Eubank just you know being being him slick self. We've seen it with Troy and Josh the other day. That was just a masterpiece from from Josh, you know. And we, we know how hard Troy hits. We know how fit Troy is. We know what Troy's got in the tank. And and Josh just you know boxed and made him look stupid. And that that's what that's the difference between somebody. You know, we see Savannah, Clarissa. We've seen it with Mayweather and in, in Hatton, Mayweather, Pacquiao. May, regardless of what people say about Mayweather, you know he runs away, does it? Listen, he's one of the greatest boxers of all time. So, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it so many times when a boxer comes against a brawler. What, what, what happens? What did you think on the Conor Ben situation? What were your thoughts on that? Because I know it's been, I know it's been recycled and that within the press, but yeah, just how late in the day did they want to? They knew, they knew about it. So, so yeah, you know, that, that that's a British boxing board, though. You know, the, 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 the it's not the first or the last time this has happened, um, and it won't be the last time that it happens. And unfortunately, you know, when you're working, when you're working at the top level with the top top scientists, you know, the the tell you that I've been I've been told numerous times you should start taking this, you should start taking that. And at touch wood, I'm in a very fortunate position now. I'm 31. I've never ever had an injury other than other than a broken bone, which isn't you know, no no steroids are gonna stop that. Nothing's gonna stop that. And I, I've trained twice a day at a high level since I was 14. And I, personally I don't I don't think there's any reason to take steroids in, in the in the sport to become where you need to get to and I think anybody who does it, it's disrespectful to the sport, it's disrespectful to your to, to you know, to your partners and disrespectful to the person you're fighting because you risk what what happened, you know, if if the fight not going ahead or you 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 risk you risk killing somebody or hurting somebody really, really bad. And I, I just I, I personally don't agree with it. What a shame because he's looked so good, you know, Connor. He's been absolutely, he's been great to watch. I just but how long's he been? Why is he looking good? What, what, what? <laughs> the, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen bigger, longer, stronger. Was about the three brothers, the wrestling, the wrestling program. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see one takes steroids, one doesn't. And the guy who takes steroids, you know, is 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 way behind the guy who take who doesn't take steroids in in baseball. And then 
he just he overtakes him by by miles and he's like, Whoa, what's going on? And then obviously, you know, the the signs man, so why is Conor Ben being looking so good? Is 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 my next question of has you know, how long has this been going on for? Has it been going on since the start of his career? Has it been going on at the latter end of it? As I say, you you don't know, but you you're told you you're told to take this, you're told to take that, this'll this'll benefit you and Unfortunately, if Connor's not strong enough to say no, I'm not taking that. Then that that's up to him, and that's up to his 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 team to, you know, to answer the questions of what what's gone on. I, I just uh, you know you know all the stuff that you're not allowed to take though. There's, especially this day and age, it's just it's ruined it. It's ruined it for him. It could possibly ruin his career. And you know the fans. It was a fan. It, the fans were clamouring to see that fight. I was gutted as a fan. Yeah. But as you know, he's he's coming off and saying, "Oh well, it was only this. It was only Novadax. It was only this." But yeah, but HRT is a drug that you take before, after you've been taking steroids to to balance your leg. You nobody just takes HRT. I do. I don't one day wake up and say, "I want to inject a pregnant female's woman's piss in myself." You know, you don't you don't do it. Nobody wakes up wanting to take HRT. There's no benefit to taking it. The only benefit of HRT is if you've been on steroids. And the signs behind it is he's coming off something before you know the fight. So he's he's had scientists working so that. No steroids show up. Now we passed the water test because HRT isn't illegal in, in in that one. But when he's gone to the bigger governing body, he's failed because they know that if you're showing HRT, there's only one reason that you've you're taking HRT, and that's for for the reason that you've been on something. So, you know, there's 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 so many programs on, on, on Netflix that 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 talk about this, and we're seeing it in Rocky Four. We're seeing it with, funnily enough, we're seeing it with Dolph London. He's getting injected and stuff, and Rocky's out there in the mountain. And this is how long it's been going on for. This is how long. This is why Russia's banned from so many sports, and you know the corruption of sports. And we're seeing it with Lance Armstrong. And as I say, there's programs, there's a cyclist program on on Netflix about it, which is which is fantastic. We've got bigger, longer, stronger, and. There's so many things out there now, and so much science. And if you've got the right scientists working with you, you can get away with so much. And it's it's unfortunate that it's going on in in every sport, not just boxing. It's not just Conor Ben. Like you know, we can't just look at Conor Ben. We've seen it with Gerard Miller. We've seen it with we've seen it with a lot of people. And you know how many people are actually taking it and getting away with it. Imagine like he did he did Eubank and he put him, you know, something happened. That I think that was what they were worried about the most. The dangers of him being, you know, big bigger. And I think that was a worry in the Eubank camp end as well. That you know, he could you could kill. He could potentially well, kill, especially kill. especially with a massive water cut that he was gonna have to do, and you weren't allowed to put on no more than eight pounds on the day. And you know, so his brain's going to be starved of water. His head's going to be starved of water. All it takes is one big shot on a dry skull. And we've seen it in boxing. We've seen people die, unfortunately, with water cuts. And, and, and we've seen it, you know. And it, 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 and it is a risky sport. And this is why everybody, I take my hat off to anybody that steps through their ropes and 
and these dicks who sit on social media and sit and call other fighters, call people, you know, while sitting in the mother's spare bedroom with a can of Fosters and waiting for a pizza, they haven't got a clue. Every fighter is putting their life on, on, on the line to go in that ring and entertain someone else, someone in the crowd, someone on Sky, somebody on Matchroom, somebody on, you know, whatever the platform may be, they're doing it for for somebody else. They're doing it to entertain somebody else. Nobody enjoys the 10-week camp that we go through. Nobody enjoys the dieting. Nobody enjoys the sparring, the fighting, you know. But we, we do it because, yes, we love the sport, yeah, but, but the camp and the leading up to it is, it, it's so tedious and tiresome and lonesome and, you know, we do it to entertain others. We've had some messages as well here, Steve. I'll just bring them up quickly. Yeah, here we go. Lawrence over in Australia. I'm 36. Good on you at 31. Taking care of yourself and your health. It's like anything, you know. Your, your, your body, your body's a machine. You you put petrol into a diesel car and look what's going to happen. You can have a 1992, you know, Rover or whatever it may be. But if you look after that, that's going to carry on running. That's going to keep on going. And, we're this. We're the same as humans. We're, we're, we're machines. We're you know, we're meant to live healthy. And I, I, I take my hat off to everybody that wakes up, goes to work, goes to the gym, and just wants to better themselves and live a life, live a healthy lifestyle. Because it's it's getting you know mentally, it's the best place to go to live a healthy lifestyle. It's 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 you know, I, I take my hat off to anybody who's who's doing it for themselves and who does it for a hobby and to better themselves mentally, physically and, and you know, well done. Chris, Chris Hume as well here. Big Fight Weekly, obviously you're on there with us last year. Who's drinking Foster's? They deserve a crack for drinking that piss. I agree. I agree. Foster's. Foster's still our... But they're the type of people that's sitting in the mother's spare bedroom writing stuff and so, you know, somebody loses. Oh, shit. Oh, is this. Oh, is that. You, you see it all the time on 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 things, and you just think, give the kid a break, give 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 the you see it on singers, you see, you know, we talk about being kind, and we talk about all this mental health, and you know, you see people like the likes of Gary Speed, and you know, the girl who done the girl who done um, Love Island, Caroline Flack, and that make the status from Love Island, and. There's so many people now. Jesse from Little Mix went and left Little Mix all because of social media. The hate that they get, and and nobody nobody seems to to do it for themselves. The the write a shit message, hoping somebody bounces on them to make themselves satisfied and give them themselves satisfaction that they're not happy with their life. So what they want to do is put it on somebody else and make them feel like shit because they feel like shit. And it's an unfortunate life that we live in, but unfortunately it goes on and there's there's no stopping it. Lewis Young, hi all, he's up in Scotland, he is, Lewis. He he, tra he trains pro wrestling, Steve, to be fair, he's having a go oh, at that. Well. So I, I tip my hat to him because I couldn't do it. <laughs> He's just a body slam, Nick Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence again over in Australia. I hate Fosters and I'm Australian. We just want it out of Australia. Sell it to other countries here. What about Castlemaine 4X? Tell them we'll swap them for Newcastle Brown Ale. They give us Fosters and we'll give them Brown Ale. That Brown Ale, I used to drink that 
years ago, you know, when I was first going out, I did, yeah, I like the Nuki Brown. I did, I did, absolutely. I love Guinness. Right, okay. We've gone away from sport here and boxing and what's I want to know what the kid's doing up in Australia at 1.39 in the morning. Hey. Get a bed. Why, why? Get a bed. You've heard, you've heard the man, lads. <laughs> what's your retort to Steve there? You're going to have to give him something. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, Steve. We haven't spoken about we haven't spoken about Newcastle yet and how well they're doing. And uh, here he is, the man of the moment. I'd say he's been. Oh, there he is. I'm on. So yeah, how's, how do you think Eddie Howe's done? Because I was skeptical, but obviously the money, you know, they have they have allowed him to spend some money. I was skeptical of what he'd done at Bournemouth. You see, I did, but... do you know what though? This is this is what. Every one of our signings, uh, this this is what annoys me because people will go, oh, you've, you've you've had the money. Well, haven't, what what was spent? Realistically, what we got Pope, we got Botman. You look at what we've actually spent, and we haven't. How hasn't spent that much money? You, you you've got the legs of Harry Maguire costing eighty million, and we got three players for that. So we haven't actually went out and said, right, there's three hundred million. Let's get two, three massive names. We'll look fearless. That's that. That's the difference between Newcastle now and Newcastle. We'll, we'll look like we're back in the Kevin Keegan, where Kevin Keegan seasons, where if you score four, we're going to score five. We're fearless. We don't care what happens. We've over exceeded. We've you know we're expectations. It's a bit like Leicester when Leicester won the league. They, they, they were at Christmas. They were top, and they were thinking, "What we got to lose? We, we've, you know, we, where's Morgan and Robert Huth? Two of the slowest, oldest centre halves, and then they had Danny Simpson and fucks. And then you look at the likes of Drinkwater, and you look at the, all these players were just nobody's candy. Cost them nine hundred thousand. Morris cost them one point two million. Obviously, they brought Vardy up through through the ranks. Joe Hart and uh, sorry, Casper Schmeichel. And you look at what they actually done that year. They didn't spend loads of money. They didn't have anybody that was like, wow, other than Kante and Drinkwater and Vardy. You know, everybody just bonded as a team because they were fearless, because they had nothing to lose. Two seasons ago, they had done the 12. They had gone from League One, Championship, Premiership. And then two seasons later, they're winning the Premiership. And that just shows that where and where you know Danny Simpson couldn't even get his game for us. No England caps, and you know you look at like I say, where's Morgan and Robert Huth? You put where they, they look like they're running with caravans on the back. You know they must have thirty-two pace on FIFA if you if you bought them on the you know on FIFA Ultimate Team. But when you're when you're as a team when you've got eleven players who think yeah, what we've got to lose if we go down, so be it. If we finish tenth, so be it. If they score four, we're scoring five, and that's what Eddie Howe's doing. That that morale's there, you know. Everybody just constantly seems so happy to be part of part of the team. And you've got you've got Bruno, you know, who is just levels levels above at the minute any Newcastle player. You've got Joe Linton playing amazing armor on them. We're back for we've got the best defense in English football. You know, I think I think. Six goals we've let in, which Trippier has been fantastic for you. I know he came in last year, didn't he? Got injured. I, I've had Trippier as in my fantasy team right from the start. 
because but, he can ping, ping that Trippier. ball in. Trippier, Trippier was always that player. Trippier, see a lot of people when Trippier went from Tottenham to Arsenal to go Madrid, he was suspended for six months for gambling. So people forget that 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 Trippier went to Atletico Madrid and only done half a season there because Atletico Madrid were pissed off because he told his pals to put a bet on that he was going to Atletico Madrid. So he he was done, you know. He that like it was it was a no brainer to, to 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 get him in because he's always been a quality player, always, and and we've seen that with England. And you know, I, I I'm a bit pissed off that. They've, they've dropped him for Walker, but at the same time, when you watch PSG, Man City, and the way Walker kept them that way out of the game, you've you've got to, you've got to listen. I, I love Trippier. I, I still think we should have took Dan Burn over Ben White, but that's that, that that's you know that's part of the parcel. You, you cannot not play Walker after you watch PSG and Man City and and the way Walker kept him out of the game when they said just stick with him. And then obviously we've got Dembele. I kind of see a little short Dembele, but you know, as a unit, as a unit, again, we look England just the, the look fantastic when I'm watching England play. Obviously, we had that nil nil against USA, but USA just had look at Spain yesterday. It's hard to play against it. It's, it's like boxing. You put yourself in with a negative fight, and you look shit. Audrey Harrison put himself in with he won a gold medal signed with Channel 5 I think it was with Maloney in 14 fights in he looked shit because he was getting hand fed opponent then as soon as he come in against with someone look what happened and, you know and, and it's like football and, and you know the, the when you're sitting against somebody who's just sitting back and are happy to take you know get 11 men behind the ball which Morocco did yesterday USA just done that against when you know everybody's criticizing the USA performance, but they're not talking about the fact that we scored nine goals leading up to it and then another three against Senegal. Everybody was down more against Senegal. Oh, Senegal are a hard team, they're strong, they're tough, they're, fast, they're quick. We went and beat them 3 0. I'll tell you what, if Pickford didn't make that save early on, the Senegal were putting it on England right in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Possession-wise, I know England bossed it in possession. The actual chances, Senegal were countering. Uh, that, that was a world-class bit of goalkeeping. That it, shot stopping he's not bad. That it's it's commanding the box and when it's little, the, little hands. Yeah, you're you're not you're not but terrible with him. And then that's why Begovic went in goal because the inflatable dinosaur. <laughs> the inflatable dinosaur was in the away end, wasn't it? Uh, I, listen. I'm obviously a massive Newcastle fan, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad Pickford's getting his game over. Pope he deserves it, you know. That he, he pretty much, he pretty much has he played great for Everton. No, but again, Everton haven't let that many goals in. I think Everton are second best defensively in the Premiership. I'm sure it's us, Man City. And- we don't score. We don't score enough. It, it, it's ridiculous. It, it- obviously, obviously, Calvert Lewin. He's been in there for a while. He's back now, so let's see what he can do. But I think I think Pickford is, you know, there's no denying he's a fantastic shot stopper. Just you no, know, we don't want to see that David Seaman, Ronaldinho, little lob with his little hands trying to trying to get to it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking David Seaman with Naeem in the Cup Winners Cup years ago when it got yes, it got done, he got done that day as well, yeah. didn't he? Like 
from like the distance. But yeah, Steve, I'm gonna have to move on before we go. Now you were into wrestling years ago when you were younger. So who were some of the guys that you gravitated to when you were younger watching pro wrestling? Uh, yeah, do you know what? I've just I've been watching I've been watching Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcasts recently. And like some of the some of those, the Mick Foley one, wow! Like people don't realize it. it see, it's, it's it's very similar to boxing. People just think you're boxing on Sky, you've made it. You're driving around in a Hummer, you're driving around in a Bentley, you've made it. You're at the top, you know. Mick Foley, you're, you're at WWF, you've made it. Like Mick Foley was was living in his van. Steve Austin was living in his van, like paying for paying like ten bucks for hostel. And before they got to the top, and you, you, you look at like 90, 90 sort of nineteen ninety six was probably out five from five years. So from ninety six to like two thousand and two was like obsessed. And that you know, the, I remember Jeff Jarrett, and like when he used to walk around to his little Jeff Jarrett walk. That's all I done in school. I remember the teachers just. Like, and us for doing that little Jeff Jarrett walk, and oh, I, I just from from like '96 to 2002, you look at you look at them, and, and as I say, you, that that podcast is fantastic to see where they've actually been, and and you know where where they're actually getting to, and how they get there is 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 fantastic, and you know. Really, really was a Papa Shango. Obviously, then changed into Godfather, and he was just passed it aside. And you know, and they tried so much with him. And Stone Cold only becomes Stone Cold because live on A called Eric Bischoff and the WWC and Vince McMahon went, "I want him." He wasn't even meant to. Or the, the, you know, the King of the Ring that he won was all by accident. It wasn't meant to happen, but there was an injury. To Triple H, so they're all oh, will give it to him, and then obviously, which is you know hard work will always beat luck. You know, people say, "Oh, he's just lucky." Or, they're not lucky. They're, like I say, you know, they were sleeping in vans. They were, they were taking beatings. They were told, "Right, just take a beating off off this guy who we're building up." And you know, they had to take. You look some some of the some of the fights that, that you see with mankind and. And dude, love and all all his characters. You just think, how's he even functioning now? But yeah, I I loved loved that sort of era from from '96 to sort of 2006. That ten year, from sort of five till I was 15, I was I was obsessed with it. They're doing well. That AEW are doing well. Obviously, the cons have got that. That is that's good, and they're going to come to the UK. I think. Gonna do it, but they were show at Craven Cottage in Fulham. So even modern even modern wrestling, I you know, it, it's people say oh, they're just diving around and stuff like that, but when you actually watch it, it's just changed. Times change, don't they, Steve? That's the same for everything. Um I, I I still love it now. Obviously I look back at the nineties fondly like yourself. Of course time's changing, you just have to look at with 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 with, with football, with boxing, with any sport. I mean now we we get in on the morning, you know, our weigh-ins, our weigh-in on the night times, all fake. You know, we've all been waiting. The scales aren't even on. But because it's for TV, this never happened five, six years ago. Even three years ago, there was no live 6pm weigh-ins that you could watch. There was no 
press conferences with every fighter. There was no gloves are off. You know, this is all for a show. This is because everybody wants to, you know, every, as you say, time goes on. If, if wrestling, if wrestling, now was like wrestling back then. People watch it. People wouldn't be interested. People, yeah. people, people want this whole facade of, of you know, the, the, the likes of the wrestlers that we love now, or the, the likes of Gold Dust and, and Boogeyman and stuff, who have got that sort of facade. But now everybody wants this whole acting, and and, and I think people have accepted. Like back back then, if somebody told me wrestling was fake, I'd tell them to go and do one. I'd be like, no ways it's fake but now I think kids know that wrestling's fake kids are accepting it you know and I think they've had to make it fake more fake because obviously kids were doing wrestling moves and kids were wrestling with the pals and they were obviously were seeing there was accidents happening so now I think they've had to make it this sort of show listen you know this isn't actually real it, it you know it's acted it's scripted but you know enjoy it and it, it's still no, up until still now, it's 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 a it's a great show. You can you can sit and sit and watch them Royal Rumbles and Summer Slams. I'll still watch the main events, and I'm just not you know I'm not sitting on a Friday night watching SmackDown versus Raw AEW or whatever it's called now. But I will watch the main events, and I'll I'll still enjoy them. The Cardiff show was good in September when they came over, and obviously Fury was involved. I yes. didn't I didn't manage to get down there, like, but everyone's like, you going down? And it's not me being, you know, big-headed or anything, but I was at Wembley Stadium in 92, one of the most iconic. Yeah. If not, well, it yeah. Hey, no disrespect, like, my friends, it's up the kids and that, which is great, the next yes. wave. Yeah. I, I, would, I probably would have gone, but, you know. So, yeah, we've got another comment here, actually. It's back to the football just before you go, Steve. It's Chris, our oh, Chris, big bag, weekly Chris, yeah. Since you've got deep pockets, there's an excellent striker you may know called Rondon. I'm sure he'd like to say you to the next level. Who's Solomon Rondon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, 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 we're tried, but, I mean, he handed a transfer request in and everything. Stormed on the hook. We were ready to come to him, then, and then it never happened. So now we, he ended up looking like a dick to, the, to, to West Brom. But, yeah. And I think we're all right with Wilson and Isaac, to be fair. We don't need Rondon. Lawrence again. Just a quick one, because it's boxing-related. Also, we heard rumours WWE may be looking at getting into the boxing game. WWE may be what? Getting into boxing. I, I don't know about that. I don't uh, know about listen, that. Me, me, like me versus the great Cali could be Gross <laughs> Boren for Nick Campbell. <laughs> Oh, me versus Hornswoggle, it would be it would be a laugh. It would uh Yeah, absolutely. Meet Mick Foley, met Mick Foley this year, got a Cactus Jack t shirt signed on his tour in Brisbane. So there Task. you go. He, he, you know what, but watching that cast, I, 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 he was an absolute gent like Austin Austin and him were just they 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 become you could just tell the was a massive connection because they both started at the bottom and they were both very, very close with each other whilst they were travelling, whilst they were starting. And like he says, he would sleep on buses. And you know, I, I, I think after watching that, Mick Foley's gone from there to there, we're just, just showing that hard work gets to where you want to be. If you know, 
you work hard enough, you show a little bit of talent, you show a little bit of something, hard work will get you there, no matter what it is, whether it be a pay rise, whether it be a new job, whether it be in a sport, you work hard enough, you have the right mindset, you'll you'll get there. McFarlane just a lot of clever man, you know what I mean? Books, author, top of the New York Times bestseller list. You know, when you're able to go into other things, you know, from your from your nucleus, it's just that I'd say yeah. that's like Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is the same. Rock music, box, podcasting. Yeah. They're fantastic what they can do. Yeah. That's absolutely, absolutely. Steve, before you go, obviously December 17th, boxer live on Sky Sports. Yourself and Nick Campbell, two behemoths going at it. I'll just put the graphic up for people as well, the bigger graphic. And just yet, yeah, just are you looking forward to it coming up next week? You'll have two big black eyes on the next poster. <laughs> nah, listen, like I say, you know, all I've, all I've, we've got similar, we've got, we'll pass, we'll pass what meant to me. We'll pass we're going to meet you know you see too many boxers who get fed as being 13 and over 14 you know, and then they come across somebody and, and, and things happen and listen you know fair play to Nick for take fight fair play to me for taking the fight we, we both know we're worth we both want to be there Nick's 33 now you know I'm 31 so in the next 3-4 year we need to be you know there and, and by getting there, you've got to go from there to there quickly. It's not a long sport. And by going there, 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 you're 35. And then you get beat and you're back down there. Whereas you get beat now at this level, you know, it's not a massive deal because all you do is you step it up again. So, you know, records are for DJs. I couldn't give a shit about that zero that I lost. My mindset was gone. Go into that fight so once I you know once I fight on the 17th I'll redeem myself in the right way and I, I, I know my worth I know where I need to be I know where I can be and I'll show that full transparency from you as always I mean you'll, you'll own up if you win right you know what I mean it, and you've got you're on, a, you're on a win as well aren't you from your last fight you know what I mean yeah. so yeah I'm looking yeah. forward to it Steve and I'll be pulling for you I will watch it live as well and yeah, just thank you, thank you again. For no, thank on. you very much for having us on, mate. I really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone for watching and, and sending the questions in as well. I appreciate them. Please catch Steve in action next week on Boxing. You can watch it on Sky Sports. Boxer have been going from strength to strength. My guest today, all the way from Newcastle, it is UK Pro Boxer, Stephen Drago 2.0 Robinson. Absolute pleasure having me on today, man. Thank you very much, Stu. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Yeah, mate. Well, there you have it. That was Steve Drago, 2.0 Robinson on Stu's Awesome Podcast. It was nice getting someone non-wrestling related on the show. He's been busy in camp as well as Steve. So, yeah, fantastic. And this is the first live. So, it's been good. It's been really good. Obviously, I did it with our Chris on Big Fight Weekly. But, yeah, it's been nice. Coming up to four years of this show now. And uh, some more episodes will be on the way. So take care, everyone. Thank you for your comments today as well, Steve. We're answering them. And I will see you very, very soon for episode 137 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast.
guys, I'm going to go back. I'm going to come away from the journalistic side a little bit. Who were some of the guys you liked watching when you, when you were younger? Uh, well, Roddy Piper, I think, probably made a big impression on me, and I'm hardly alone there. He was just so uh, captivating, right? And you just you laughed, and you were pulled in. You wanted to hear what he was going to say next. All those things that wrestling is supposed to be. But, of course, he only works as a, as a heel or even when he became a good guy because there's people he's talking about. And if you go back and you listen to what he talks about, he was always so careful to, uh, yeah, he was mocking his opponents, but he also was never really putting them down, right? Like, you got to build up. You're, if you're going to beat somebody, they got to be somebody. And that's a little bit lost in today's world, I think, that uh, they forget that. that and, and, again, Partly because there's so much of the competitiveness that there's trade-offs of wins and losses in today's wrestling so much that there isn't that that continual build. Um, but Sports Social Podcast Network.